0: Hey, you, welcome to the Christian Life Coaching Podcast for Weight Loss. I'm so excited that you are here. Hey, you, and welcome to the podcast. So, this is another free Christian Life Coaching for Weight Loss Masterclass via my podcast because this is so good, it could change your life. Now, what I'm about to share with you. I think this is going to be about two episodes, but what I'm about to share with you could absolutely change your life. You have got to put yourself in a position to receive the truth of God's word. In fact, I, everything I'm sharing with you came as a result of an intense Bible study. I'm going to put all of the scriptures and everything in the show notes. So anything that I'm saying, you can go and check out in the, through the truth of God's word for yourself. In fact, I encourage you to do it but today we're going to be talking about gluttony. We're going to be talking about what is behind gluttony. Now, I can honestly tell you that as a Christian life coach for weight loss, who's had this podcast here for many years now, I've never really felt God calling me to talk about gluttony until now. In fact, um, <clears throat> how do I want to say this. I don't even feel that he called me to speak about gluttony. Well, how should I say this? Okay. He called me to speak about gluttony. And the minute I started looking at gluttony, I saw what was behind it. How's that? (laughs) And so that's what I'm going to be revealing with you today, revealing for you today. I'm going to be showing you what it is that is behind gluttony, like what you need to know about gluttony so that you can find the freedom that I know you are looking for right? Because, okay, so let me just dive in. What you need to know about gluttony is that it's all about your excessive desires, right? When I looked up gluttony, I didn't know what I was going to find because I couldn't find a lot about it in the Bible, a lot of scriptural references about gluttony until I looked up the definition of gluttony. Let me get my notes here. I want to show you, I want to read to you what the definition of gluttony is. So when I looked up gluttony, it says, in Christianity, gluttony is considered a sin, a sin if the excessive desire for food leads to a lack of control over one's relation with food and if it harms the body. And I could not stop hovering over excessive desire, excessive desire. Desire. That is what's behind gluttony. And you need to hear this episode of the podcast. So excessive desires um, for food or for even alcohol, they can lead to a lack of self-control around food. Have you experienced this? Like, am I talking just to you? Like, can you? I mean, do you agree with what I'm saying here? Can you relate to any of this? Excessive desires, what they do is they completely disrupt. Your designed relationship with food and it, this, this is what ends up harming your body and, and your mind. If you ask me and your emotions and your spirit and yeah, even your spirit, your spirit, you might be thinking, Sherry, what? Your spirit. Yeah. Because guess what? You are a triune being excessive desires that you perpetually give way to that you give into with a high degree of frequency. They will weaken your ability to self regulate or to see your need of God. God, of being led in the spirit to do what you should, instead of being led in your flesh to do what you want. So it will weaken your spirit because as a triune being, anything you do with any part of you affects all of you. <clears throat> and when you are unable to get a handle over these excessive desires, and you give in a lot, um, and this weakens your ability to self-regulate or to see your need of God, you will find that it will keep you from living life in the spirit, it'll keep you from walking in power and authority, like spiritually, you know, I, I hope this is making sense. And this keeps you from freedom. And it keeps you in bondage to the food or to whatever it is that you keep running to. So I'm going to be saying a lot of hard things on this episode. But these are hard truths that I know you need to hear in this season of your life. So let's, okay, let me get into this a little bit more. So when you are succumbing to wrong desires and you are actually being gluttonous, it will give way to obesity. You know this, just like over drinking will lead to alcoholism. So let's get, let's kind of just get to the root of, of gluttony here. It's just wrong desires. Think about that. It's just wrong desires. When you understand that it's just wrong desires, does that help you to see the way out? Does that help you to find the door, right? And more specifically, I want to reveal to you what it is more than just wrong desires. It's evil desires. Like, I'm not saying that you are evil because evil is evil, but I'm saying that the desires that you are experiencing at the rate and to the degree that you are experiencing them, that they are evil. And let me go a step further and tell you what evil is, right? If you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you know, I give you the biblical definition of evil. Evil is anything that means to bring you sorrow, anxiety, or misfortune. So when you are overcome by evil, by all of these wrong desires, You are mastered by your cravings, your habits, your desires, your senses, your routines, and you are actually spiritually blinded. You cannot break out of this kind of situation without the Holy Spirit's help. And you very likely know this. You very likely have tried and you are already believing that what I'm sharing with you right now is the truth, right? So I'm going to take a quick commercial break and I want to tell you more about how to find your freedom from these wrong desires, how to have hope and to know that you can reclaim your life. You can restore your health. You can partner with the Holy Spirit and find your way back. I just can't wait. All right. I'll be right back. Hey, really quickly, if you are interested in being shown the way to your weight loss freedom, you need to know about all of the ways that you can start learning from me now without having to wait for the next open enrollment of the Seekers Method. Right now, if you go to my website, sherrycapilla.com, you will see there in my shop, I have a host of master classes that you could take today, one or two days, a couple of hours even, or you can get into one of my mind renewal courses. I have a mini course called The Comeback. It's Four weeks of mind renewal. This, oh, this is the most, so many women have shared with me the absolute transformation that comes from the comeback. There is a link in the description. I encourage you to go to the show notes of this particular episode to find the link. You are not going to find access to the comeback on my website, but you will find it in the show notes of this particular podcast. In The Comeback, you will find so many profound spiritual truths that will give way to mind renewal. Maybe you've not read the entire Bible. Maybe you don't have time to just sit down and read chapters and chapters day after day. If you want to learn how to appropriate your faith and how to walk it out more completely in your life, even in weight loss, then visit my website or click on the links in the show notes. All right, back to the show. So, something else I want to say about gluttony is that, in my opinion, looking back on my own life and how much I struggled, I really feel that the church has not done a good job in helping believers to overcome gluttony in their lives, like the sin of gluttony. And mostly because I believe that the church has not done a good job of helping people to understand sin. Like, sin isn't clearly defined. And you know, not only is sin not clearly defined, but overindulgence is normalized. I mean, wouldn't you agree? Like, for example, well, I shouldn't say for example, because I don't want to digress. But for reference here, I give you James 4.17, when you know what you should do and you don't do it, that is sin to you. And so further to that, you know, the church is not teaching about that. And overindulgence is completely normalized. And so we here we are, the church helping in other areas with wrong desires, but completely ignoring gluttony, in my opinion. I mean, the church helps with all of the the wrong desires in all of the other areas, like um I'm trying to think of all the other ministries, like adultery, um, drugs. You know, we see a lot of programs for people with addictions or stealing or cheating, whatever it is. But where's the overcoming gluttony ministry? It's right here. It is right here. Gluttony is not a fun topic, but it's where God has me today with you. It's where the Holy Spirit is, is rising up right now through this episode against the culture because our culture has normalized people identifying as an addict, right? I mean, everybody's identity is being stolen. And when you know who you are in Christ and your, your identity is firm and rooted in Christ, you are able to see that you are not an addict. So if you believe that you are an addict, you limit God and who God is the one who is saying that you are free in Christ and the belief of addiction blocks you from the work of the Holy Spirit's conviction. So you are free right now in this very moment. You are not a food addict. You are a woman, a man, a Christian, a mom, a dad, a daughter, a son, a, past, a pastor, a pastor's wife, whatever it is. But your identity is in Christ and in him you are free. It's the wrong desires that you've allowed to lead you that need your awareness and attention right now because you can choose differently not overnight I'm not saying it's going to be, you know, super easy to do it's super simple it's not super easy but if you keep believing in your addiction it will keep you from receiving the Holy Spirit's conviction. Let that land on your heart. Wrong desires just need healing. They need correction, guidance, and you know what if you've believed that you were a food addict or you've had these excessive desires you just need an understanding of an assurance of victory and that victory is in Christ you are already delivered from gluttony but you must walk out your deliverance you are assured of success if you will only trust God more than your flesh more than your urges more than your you know five senses Ask God for what you need and then walk in expectancy in the direction of what you are asking for. Like you need to know this you will reap a harvest if you don't give up. If you don't give up by trusting in all of the weariness, how difficult it is, how uncomfortable it is day in and day out, right? The difficulty of breaking up with who you used to be is going to be there. Don't succumb to the discomfort. Don't succumb under the pressure of the difficulty, keep pressing on. Christ has strengthened you spiritually. Stop looking for a physical manifestation of that strength. You don't feel his spiritual strength. You trust it. You know it. So you are assured of victory when you walk in faith. And so you have a choice, live in prison believing that you were a victim or stuck, or you can stand up in faith and walk out a victor starting today. Because walking out as a victor is where your freedom is. And this is all just about the renewing of your mind. And so when you are a believer, the fruit of, how do I want to say, when you are a believer, the fruit of your wrong desire is evil you can rise above and overcome all of this in the spirit. And this is why, this is why I teach mind renewal. And this is why I show my clients how to live an obedient life with their food, through their faith, not their flesh. And so for me, like for me as a Christian mentor, as a Christian teacher, I mentor believers from where they are to where they can be, if they would just if they would just want God's will in their lives more than their own will at any given moment. So when you're a believer, your wrong desires are destructive, whereas your right desires lead to being productive. And so wrong desires, wrong desires destroy and right desires produce and build, right? Wrong desires destroy and tear down. You've seen this in your health, even in your thinking and your believing, whereas these right desires, doing what you know you should do, they produce life. They build life. They give it to you in abundance. Wrong desires, they are just simply felt in your flesh, whereas right desires, they're known, they're trusted, they're yielded to completely in your spirit. So this requires a switch you know, a switch in your thinking and your leadership. And this switch from being a fleshly led believer to a spirit led believer, even on your weight loss journey. And it's a renewing process, right? It starts, all of it starts with a decision. You have to make a decision. You have to see that it's a simple as a decision. Sure, you can decide, then you need to learn how to walk in that decision. And so here's what you need to know about the wrong desires that lead to gluttony. Because wrong desires, okay, let me just unpack this. Wrong desires, they are so, and you know this, they are so easy to ignite and profoundly difficult to stifle. And only only when you are led by your flesh is this true, right? When you are led by your flesh, your wrong desires are super easy to ignite. It just takes a TV commercial or a jingle from your, a favorite restaurant for you to have this ignited desire. And it becomes really hard. You've probably experienced this to stifle that desire, because when you are led in the flesh, that's the hard thing to overcome. But when you are led in the spirit and you walk this out and you start practicing yielding, as you are transformed and as your mind is renewed, those easy to ignite desires become difficult to ignite. And I only know this from experience, right? Like right now, I'm five years into eating, Completely differently than everybody in my family and anybody I know. And right now I can say this with all confidence because of the work of Christ in me that you simply cannot tempt me with alcohol anymore. You cannot tempt me with cake or lasagna. These things used to completely derail me. These, I mean, you could just, I could just walk into a restaurant and smell lasagna. I could walk into a winery and see people drinking wine. And that desire would be ignited. I would have a hard time saying no, despite knowing I shouldn't do it. I would have a hard time saying no to the lasagna, to the creme brulee, to the alcohol. And so what used to be hard for me, really, I mean, yeah, the temptations used to be hard, and they're not hard for me anymore. But what was really the hardest was, I would give way to that enticement And then it would be the slide down, right? I would have one bite and then I would slide down off of the narrow path, like full out into a bender on the wide path, on the broad path. But now, even just the wrong thoughts are easy for me to stifle. And this only happened through walking completely more, like walking closely to God by me pulling him near and him coming near. And this, and I know that this is why God has me here. This is why he has me here sharing truth and sharing with you my testimony. I don't share this with you to gloat. I share this with you to show you what is possible. Because I'm pointing, I'm a big arrow pointing to God. He is the way out. And he has assigned me right now to show you that way out. But will you follow? Will you follow what it is that I'm showing you, that I'm sharing with you, that I'm teaching you about? All right, I'm going to take a quick commercial break. And on the other side of this break, we're going to talk about what happens when you are living life in the unrenewed mind and what happens with those wrong desires before you renew your mind. I'll be right back. Hey you, maybe you haven't heard yet, but I have something brand new on my website. Go to sherrycapola.com forward slash seeker and I have something brand new called the Seeker's Method, The Personal Journey. This is your opportunity to start working with me in the Seeker's Method um, every Sunday. Every single Sunday, I'm leading a new group of women through the Seekers Method, but this is the personal journey. There's no Facebook group, there's no bi-weekly Zoom meetings, and this is your opportunity to actually get it now while it's on sale before it goes up to the original full price. Right now, it's priced at $97. Pretty soon, it's going to be at $147. This is where you can do the Seekers Method personally, or you can get with your best friend. and The two of you can do this together and support one another through text messaging or come together or do it with a Bible study with a, a group of women at your at your church whatever it is it's available to you now in fact if you're if you're considering doing it I also recommend you go to the shop on my website and get a copy of my um, journaling companion. It's the workbook that accompanies this entire program. It's a 104 day journey and it is profound transformation. Here's the thing about this though. The day you purchase, it starts. So when you are ready to start, you've organized your friends or you've come up, you've decided that to, you know, start appropriating your faith and changing your life. The minute you are ready, that's the day to enroll. So go to my website, com forward slash seeker and get in the personal journey today. If you're interested, there is a link in the show notes. Now back to the show. Okay. So when a believer is living under the leadership of the unrenewed mind, completely in this arena, you know, this physical space of food and habits, and they're you're and you're living in your unrenewed mind with wrong desires. When a believer is living this way, they are blinded to the self-centered nature of their desires. And their desires give them just what they want, not what they need. And it's a lust problem and lust is very me focused. It's very self-centered. It's very self-serving. It's very selfish. And I know this isn't fun to hear, but it's true. And I want you to think too about not only how you aren't, when you're, when you're, you know, very self-focused in this way and flesh focused in this way on, you know, giving into your desires, you aren't going to God for what you need but also how you're not honoring God with your body and how you're influencing even those people around you in your sphere of influence. So I want you to think about who is impacted by your wrong desires. Is it your children? Like, are you teaching your children these desires? Are you influencing your spouse, your friends, your family members, right? Or or maybe like, are you doing what God has called you to do or is your weight and the current status of your health stopping you? So, if Because if you're anything like me, your weight can become the hidden reason that you are hiding, that you're not socializing, that you're not fellowshipping, that you're not testifying, that you're maybe not dating, that you're not leading or in, on the worship team. The, the list is endless, right? <laughs> so do you see how your health... Your wrong desires can be an evil weapon formed against you. And you've got to know this. Your life requires your health. It's going to require your body. It's going to require your mind of Christ. It's going to require self-discipline. All of these things. Okay, so let me jump to a scripture, Romans 6, 12 through 14. I'm going to paraphrase it because it's mostly from memory here. Do not let sin control the way that you live. Do not give into sinful desires. Do not let any part of your body become an instrument of evil to serve sin. Instead, give yourself completely to God. I know the scripture goes on to say, um, so use your whole body as an instrument to do what is right to the glory of God. Sin is no longer your master. You are free through God's grace. So I want you to sit with this. Is sin, is overeating a sin to you? Do you know what you should be doing, but you refuse to do it? Because if so, that is sin to you. That is James four seventeen, And when you are under the authority of right desires, you know, wrong desires, you're under the authority. When you're, when you're under the authority of wrong desires, you are being selfish. But when you are under the authority of right desires, you are being selfless. It requires extreme humility. And you will experience a greater desire within you to do the right things and to seek God's will, because you will learn to step away from the self-centeredness. This is so hard to do. It requires profound humility to come under the the Holy Spirit's power and authority. But when you do this, you will make room for contentment. And in this sweet surrender of contentment, you will experience a joy in the spirit that supersedes physical food pleasures. I cannot wait to continue this masterclass in the next episode of the podcast. Be watching for it. Um, It'll be out very soon, but I'm very hopeful that this episode of the podcast has blessed you and that you're getting a revelation of what it is that's behind gluttony and how you must partner with God and walk out of it through your spirit of power through Christ who strengthened you. You have to trust that he is strengthening you to do what you need to do, what you should do, so that you can overcome your perpetual desire to do what you want to do, even in weight loss.